like okay episode four episode four is always the big episode where like things <laughs> like really hit the fan that is true um or you know where the shield hits the skull um, <laughs> i think that's so what we should speak. call it from now on the shield hits the skull <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Excelsior, and welcome to the seventh episode of Navigating the Multiverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood, Nick Job. Hey, and I'm your good pal, Jason Soto. How's everyone doing? Eh. You're, you're part of everyone, Nick. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, uh, I hope I sound a lot better. You do. You sound a lot better today. Uh, yeah, I actually got my uh, mic finally working. Oh, that's good. Yep, and I rebooted our router, so our uh, internet has a stable connection for the <laughs> slight time being. Okay, excellent. Um, I don't have a segue for that, so I'm just going to launch into it. Um, Rabbit Hole Podcasts. Uh, I, if, you, if you don't want to reset your internet uh, to listen to podcasts, you should go to rabbitholepodcasts.com <laughs> and uh, you should go check out a bunch of different podcasts. Uh, this podcast is over there and uh, there's a comedy one, there's a Doctor Who, there's a board game, there's a horror movie. There's a bunch of different ones for you to, to check out and to experience uh, over at rabbitholepodcast.com and I will quickly mention um, the Run P app. They are a really awesome app, and I've enjoyed working with them uh, in tandem to kind of get their name out there to get some brand rec- recognition because uh, they really they could use to help. Uh, Run P, in case you don't know, it's an app. You download it onto your phone, Android, iOS, whichever type of phone you got. Uh, and when you go to the movies, which people have been starting to do more, more and more lately, uh, you turn on the app. You tell it what movie you're at, and then at certain points during the movie, your phone will gently vibrate, and it will let you hey let you know, hey, this is a perfect moment that if you have to go to the bathroom, you can go to the bathroom at this moment. And uh, then you're like, okay, cool. Then you get up, and you go to the bathroom, and then you come back, and you don't miss anything important or vital to the movie. So... There you go. It's called Run P. Uh, all it's all smushed together. R U N P E E, and uh, it's free to download. So there you go. Check it out. Check it out now. So there you go. That's done. We're done. All right. Um. Well, today we are definitely going to be diving into the first three episodes of the new Disney Plus Hawkeye. Yes. Um. But before that, we have to discuss what is essentially a prequel to Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Black Widow. Yes, yes, yes. Very much. Better. And before that, we have a new multiverse Spider-Man <laughs> trailer out, just not the one we've been talking about. No. And this dropped out of nowhere uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to get into talking about the first teaser trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Uh, which I'm still trying to remember that title. Oh, yeah. I'm grounded. Bummer. What? Is Spider-Man grounded? Uh, I mean, I... Because you're still used to calling it, spider, yeah. You're still used to calling it into the Spider Verse, and now it's like, yeah. hey, we got a new movie. It's called Across the Spider Verse. Um. So, uh, yeah, this came out of nowhere. We were actually, uh, my uh, daughters were with uh, her, my uh, wife's 
parents and their kind of family side. Uh, they were at our local Christmas parade. Uh-huh. And so they were live streaming it too. So we were watching the live stream of it from home. The text comes across my screen from you <laughs> saying that the new trailer has just dropped. And so like, I'm running out of the room, like leaving uh, <laughs> my wife sitting there watching the parade by herself going to watch the Spider-Man trailer. Wait, there's two things that I want to take from this one is, <laughs> is that, that your entire family saw what I said to you. Is that, is that the one, is that what I got out of that story that they got, they got no, to see? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I thought you, no, I thought she I thought, was okay. on her own device. Oh, okay. 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 I misunderstood. I thought it'd be hilarious because normally, you know, cause I'm when I'm talking to friends, I, I act inappropriately. I'm not going to deny it. I say some things, you know, it's for friends. I'm friends with people. They know what kind of humor I am and they could, they could tolerate it. So I say stupid, immature, inappropriate things like all the time to like all my friends. And I think this was, and it was, this was the one time where I actually, I didn't say anything inappropriate. I just said to you, Hey, the new, uh, spider verse into the spider verse trailer dropped. And normally I would have followed that up with like a dick joke or something. So I thought it would have been hilarious if this was the one time I restrained myself and not said something. Right. <laughs> and then your family was actually watching me send a message. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Uh, and then the second thing was is that you were so excited that you like left your family to go watch it in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> well, just my wife. So my the, my kids and the family, they were actually at the parade. So oh, okay, okay. We couldn't go, so like we were watching on the live stream together. I got gotcha. And so I just like stepped away, really. Um, but, <laughs> okay. um, in short, I was really excited about this, mm-hmm. and I like that it basically the beginning of the trailer picks up literally where the last one left off. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it ends with like him like hanging out, listening to music on his bed, and then oh, it, like, that's, goes yeah, up okay, yeah, yeah, well, to like her calling from the portal. I why did I think it ended with him on the streets? Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I need to rewatch it. I I love the movie. I've seen it. I love yeah. it. I just haven't watched it in like a while, so I do need to rewatch it. But I don't know why I thought it ended with him like jumping all around the streets. Mm-hmm. I could I, don't be wrong. Know. I, I could be wrong. I uh, I've seen it twice, um, and I liked it better the second time. I believe mm. uh, the first time I think I was a little underwhelmed because I watched it like after it had been all hyped up by everyone saying it was like the best Spider-Man movie ever made, like all that. Uh-huh. So like you go in with kind of crushing expectations, um, and uh, it just was kind of like oh, I mean that was okay. Like the first time I really. Saw it. Um, huh. but, uh, the second time when I watched it again with, uh, my older daughter, she, it was, it was better. Like I was able to, uh, get into it more. Okay. I, I liked it. The, like the first go, like I was, I was completely enamored with it and I was like, oh my God, this is like probably the best that I'm going to say it probably was the best Spider-Man movie at that time. Um, mm-hmm. because, you know, as much as I like, you know, I didn't mind Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. I didn't, I didn't completely hate Andrew Garfield, even though I think it could have used some work. Um, but at, but at that point in time, when I watched it, I was like, dude, this is, this is fucking amazing. I love everything. There was not one bad thing about that movie. Like I enjoyed it through and through. I think I even gave it a five-star rating on Letterboxd. Yeah, I think one of my initial things that um, I expected, I guess, more of the interactions and just general things happening with all of the other spider people. Uh Um, And they, they really don't come into the movie until like near the end, or at least well into the second half of the movie. Um. And, uh, you know, the, the whole first chunk of the movie is just miles in his life. And then it's just this tiny little pocket of the movie that has like the other spider characters who in the grand scheme, don't really do a whole lot in the movie. 
but the movie sells itself like uh, as that so my expectations for what the movie was was a little different Mm. um but then you know the second time i went in i i understood what the movie was going into it and uh you know enjoyed it much more okay i mean that's fair um yeah i just i i just i don't know i just liked everything about it i like the humor about it i like the the scene where they were breaking into Doc Ock's lab. And yes, I love. <laughs> I love that Nancy there was a variant Doc Ock that was that woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, just everything about it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Kingpin, like I love the uh, how they used Kingpin in the movie, and uh, even how they animated him all like big and bulky, like he's is like in the comics. And speaking of the animation style in general, I really like how they make it, you know, look like a moving comic book. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's probably the best part. And, you know, then you have you really do have a great voice cast, you know, Nicolas Cage, John Mulaney, um, etc. So then I saw, you know, this trailer, which we <laughs> barely talked about. Um, sure. <laughs> Well, to is, be fair, it's like a, it's like a fifty-five second trailer, so there's not a lot yeah. we can talk about. Uh, but I did see one comment somewhere, like maybe on YouTube or something, and it was funny because it made me not see like look at it the same way again. Which is, you know, after she kind of falls backwards out the window, uh, he goes and sees her, and she's you know in full hooded costume, like standing on the wall of the building, mm-hmm. and uh, so someone goes. How is her hood staying up when she's standing like that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, like, every time I see that, I'm like, yeah, he's right. How is her hood staying up like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, trying um, to find logic on a person who's standing on the side of a building. Right. The internet. Uh, um, but uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. I just thought it was funny. No, that is funny. Um, I admit that is funny. But yeah, and then he's like going through the multiverse. So it's like, I guess he, you know, it's kind of like a multiverse movie situation. Like maybe they're kind of pulling similar plots um, as to No Way Home. Uh, but it looks Ooh. like he's going through diff into different universes, and uh, we see like the Spider Man was at twenty ninety nine yes. or something. Yes world and i oh my god the way they make the animation look mm-hmm. uh in that world is outstanding like it blew my mind just going from an already unique animation style to an even more unique and amazing animation style um like i'm really excited to see what they do and how if he goes world to world how they change up the animation for each one and if they go to like the Nick Cage like noir Spider Man, yeah, oh my god, that'll look amazing. Oh, that would that would be so cool. Here's um, a here, here's so a I'm, here's a fun theory. What if for a brief brief moment in the animated uh, across the multiverse, he goes into the Spider Man No Way Home verse for like <laughs> a second like we go see no way home and then we see the animated miles morales just kind of go come through with the, the spider glitch, Gwen. Glitch yeah through. he just comes through for a minute and then he leaves and then in the and then we see the opposite the, the inverse of that when we go see yeah. Cross that would be cool if they do that <laughs> that'd be funny yeah um so anyway uh, yeah, it looks like a fun movie. I'm really excited for it. Um, and it's part one. Like, yeah. what's, when's the last time we had a movie that wasn't based on a book that, like, you know, it's an original idea that they decided, oh, yeah, this is going to be a multi-part or, you know, two or three part, probably two part, like movie epic, you know, storytelling you know, it doesn't like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, like that doll doesn't count. Um, yeah, that's you know, true. Twilight. Cause they did that with Dune and. Uh, yeah. So but I'm yeah. like, you know, go back, you know, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like Back to the Future, you know, that was. Oh, a, yeah. A, like a, an original, like three part to be continued type story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, this kind of goes, harkens back to that kind of feel like a very old school 
um, multi-part storytelling. Gotcha. Right. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. That's all I'm, that's all I know. It, it just looks awesome. And I knew they're gonna make a sequel, like even after I watched it, because they didn't announce it then when I watched it. And I'm like, they got it. They're gonna follow this up. There's no way they're not going yeah. to. And then they did announce it. And then we got this teaser yesterday, and it's like, oh, here we go. Let's do it. It's time. <clears throat> All right. Enough about Spider Man. Let's talk okay. about Black Widow. All right. <laughs> if we must, sure. You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives before I was an Avenger, before I got this family. I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be. And who you are. Uh, so do you not like the... Like, what are your feelings on Black the Black Widow movie? No, I no, I liked it. I, I I was joking when I said that earlier, just a minute ago. No, I I liked it <laughs> I, when I when I uh I saw it in the theater. I think actually, yes, if I remember correctly, and I believe I remember correctly, this was the first movie that I saw in theater, uh, since the pandemic started. Um, mm. yeah, this was the very first movie <clears throat> that I went I went to go see, uh, in the theater. Um. And I, you know, I, I liked it, you know, um, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here, I'm here for, uh, Yelena Belova. I, I loved, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely loved her character and I, I can't wait to see more of her. Um, yeah, so this is actually the first and I think so far only MCU movie I did not see in theater. Oh, um, I, we we rented it Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I was gonna watch. I, we watched it the one time, and I was gonna watch it. Uh, you know, again, and I realized, you know, I even though you know when you rent those premiere access movies on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they're never like, I don't know, they I, we haven't had like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that repeatedly for my $30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, until they take it away. Like, no, I've never found that to be the case. And I I wanted to watch it again like at that time and and still even in this case I never did. Mm. Um but I did really enjoy it. I did really like it. Yeah. Um you know, I think the issues people have with Black Widow um well there's two big ones and uh but I think a, a lot of it comes from uh, behind the scenes stuff. Oh, more. yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, for example, you have just it getting pushed over a year. Yeah. That's uh, because, yeah. And then, uh, you know, the whole Scarlett Johansson lawsuit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but then the fact that they didn't give Black Widow her own movie until after the character was already dead, right? In Endgame, and so you know she's been around since you know Phase One, just kind of like Hawkeye, really. Yeah. Uh, which you know, that's another reason we're talking about this in our Hawkeye episode. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, it's just timing was a big issue for a lot of people this is a phase three movie um well it's it's kind of like a phase one movie (laughs) that is set in phase three yeah and released in phase four (laughs) pretty much it really was yeah because it was a it was an origin story of of sorts of sorts yeah we, we get to see her as a kid and we know what led up to her, you know, to her, to what we knew her has, you know, in the, in the Avengers movies. And then it, then it becomes a prequel of sorts to, uh, end game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, well, it's a weird, it's kind of like her side story after civil war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it's like, Hey, we have Thor Ragnarok happening and, Oh, by the way, Black mm-hmm. Widow's up to something too. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
yeah, this takes place around the same time as like Thor Ragnarok and uh, like Black Panther. Um, yeah, this is immediately after Civil War, but before uh, before Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, so this is somewhere in the middle there. Um, um, which I thought was except for yeah, except for the end credit sequence. Well, except for that, yes, uh, obviously, which which does take place after Endgame. Correct. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. Uh, so I think the other issue people have with the movie. Uh, is Taskmaster. Oh, yeah. People were mad about that. And I didn't even know who Taskmaster was, so I couldn't get angry at that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, the you know, the original Taskmaster is a completely different character. It's it's this guy who, uh, you know, has the ability to mimic anybody's fighting moves. So, like, he's mm. a complete and total match for everybody. Gotcha they altered that character to kind of fit the plot of the story they were telling. Uh But in that, you know, it pissed off a lot of comics fans because it was a complete waste of a character. And I kind of agree, even though uh, I haven't read that character in the comics, uh, I can see that it is kind of a disgrace for the character. And it was an underutilized character for that skill set and those abilities. Like, the trailers really made it her out to be uh or taskmaster spoilers um <laughs> out to be uh, <laughs> uh you know like a big bad and like she's barely in the movie really yeah yeah that's that is true but like um, i said i i I've said this like a thousand times on this show. I, I've never really followed the comics very much. I've The only thing about Marvel I know is the movies. So yeah. when they introduced Taskmaster, I had no idea about you know the comics origin or what the comics version was even like. And mm-hmm. I I was like I, that didn't it didn't bother the only thing that kind of bothered me about the character was how underutilized you know, the character was being used because it made it sound yeah. like like Taskmaster was going to be like the main villain and it ended up not being the main villain. It just ended up working for the main villain. Harvey um, Weinstein. Yeah, we already made the Harvey Weinstein joke in the last episode. So, I don't know. Harvey Weinstein 2 strikes back? <laughs> 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 I don't know. But, um, yeah, I remember just seeing the character. Like, it's a cool character, like in the movie, the design. And it's a neat idea, but I don't know anything about the origins to get that pissed off about it. So I don't know. I, I can't. I can't speak upon that. The uh, fact, the one stupid plot point where she just has to break her nose in order to attack. Oh yeah, like, the guy. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that too. I'm like, yeah. really? That's all it takes. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um. Like, can't well, you just hold your breath? Apparently, that doesn't work. No, but pinch your nose. Pinch your nose. I think you have already touched on the highlight of the movie, which is Yelena. Yes. Um, Yelena's definitely, you know, they're introducing a Black Widow replacement, um, <clears throat> you know, for the franchise. Mm. And they really needed a character with a standout personality, and Florence <laughs> Pugh did just that with yes. Elena. Yes. Um, and you know the Alexi, what it, that's like the dad. Um, mm. you know uh, Hopper, David David Harbor, um, man, he's the man. Yep. Uh, I just think it was funny that, you know, in Stranger Things, he yeah. gets. <laughs> You know, he gets sent off to a Russian like prison camp in the snow. And then in this and movie. Then, and then goes immediately to this movie and plays a Russian God. operative who like it lives in a snow prison. Yes. Um anyway. I do I do remember um when I was reading stuff about this movie after I saw it, one of the other probably a joke criticism was how uh so the start of the movie it shows Black Widow and her and her sister uh Elena has kids and then we see David Harbour and um 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 Rachel Weiss 
uh, has the, the parents, and we think, okay, this is like an f- actual family. And th- it starts off in Ohio, and then uh, eventually da- uh, David Harvard's character, he's like, we got found out, we need to leave. And so they end up leaving, and then like a little bit later, uh, um, uh, Natasha's character, <laughs> Natasha, says something about she wants to go back to Ohio. And I remember reading a comment saying, this is the only movie in which somebody utters the words, God, I miss Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that made me laugh because I'm in Indiana. I'm a state over. Yeah. And I completely understand where they're coming from on that. Yes. <laughs> I just thought that um, was funny. Uh, yeah. Yelena's great. Alexi's great. I really like the story. I like the kind of spy thrillerness of it. Yeah. Um, I think they did a good job. Do you think it was too little too late? <sighs> I... Here's, I mean, I do think it's overdue. I think her solo movie was overdue. But then seeing what they did with it, I don't know how else they could have done it. Because, right. yeah, this takes place between <coughs> Civil War and Infinity War, and they could have released it during that time. But I think it does work kind of well as a prequel at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way they introduced uh, Elena and uh, sorry, Elena and um, Elena, as <laughs> uh, whatever, and um, uh, and uh, you know, I I I think it works kind of where it you know fits, and plus it was supposed to come out. Yeah, I think we touched on this, but it was supposed to come out in 2020, like May, I think, of 2020. Uh, but then some th- weird, crazy thing happened in the world, and they had to delay that. Uh, so I think that would have been a perfect, I think that would have been a good time. Yeah. But it, I, I agree. It, she should have probably had her own movie probably back, you know, yeah, with like Thor and Black Panther and all them, uh, when those movies came out. Uh, but story wise, I think it actually makes sense. I, th- I think, I think they might've, I don't know if this was like them just like, Oh no, we're getting some backlash for not having a Black Widow movie. Let's quickly cobble this together. Or if this was planned for like a very long time and they had to right. put up with a bunch of shit like, you know, like, oh, where's the Black Widow movie? And then all the Marvel c- corporate people are like, just hold on. Just everybody be patient. Be cool. Yeah. It's going to be all right. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I it, I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I think it I think it's perfectly fine where it is because yeah. I, I, I like that it's a prequel. I like that we see what she was up to after Civil War, see what led into her arrival uh, into uh, Infinity War. And, and then, like, it's like we we're going to get we're going to get into it. But the the ending scene um, where. uh Elena, yeah, let's just get into it. <laughs> uh, goes to uh, Black Widow's uh, grave and is recruited by Valentina. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the main reason why this movie couldn't have been done before Endgame. Yes. Um, and this was originally supposed to be the original introduction to Valentina. Mm. It was not supposed to happen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier first. Yeah. Um. And so uh, you see Yelena at Black Widow's grave and uh, Valentina comes up and says, you know, I have a new target for you, blah, blah, blah. And it's Hawkeye. Yeah. And so that's the end of it. And you realize this is all leading into Yelena's involvement in Hawkeye, uh, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I agree with you that the placement, uh, you know, seems to work. Like, it works for me because it is, you know, it's a prequel. It does seem a little late uh, for, you know, what she deserved. Um, But I also see why they placed it where they did. Even though I think technically it could have been released in that black... Uh, panther you know ragnarok time zone um they logistically couldn't have done that because otherwise where would they have put that hawkeye teaser um 
So I don't know. Um, but it, regardless, it's a good movie. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it when I left the theater. I got very excited. And I was, and again, maybe I was also elated because it was the very first movie I saw in, after like yeah. almost almost a year and a half in the theater. So maybe it was high off of that. But I thought it was a really good movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was done very well. And I enjoyed all the performances. And, it, you know, I was, I was, I was here for uh the name that i can't say but um uh yeah i thought it was yeah i don't know i'm I'm looking forward to more (laughs) um anyway let's uh move on into the disney plus segment Ah, yes hawkeye Um, yes hello everybody uh i'm jason soto i'm rob branch and uh, we are the hosts of the podcast Cinegamer. It is a podcast that takes a look at board games that is based on movies, TV shows, books. Uh, what else is there, Rob? Pam- pamphlets? Uh, pamphlets. We put the thin in games. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, come check us out over at rabbitholepodcast.com or you can uh, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, anywhere you get podcasts from. Definitely check us out. And we are definitely, if you couldn't so tell. Are we on Stitcher too? We're on Stitcher. Yeah. Hey, how about that? We're on Stitcher also. Yeah. So check us out in all those places. And we are definitely adult orientated. Don't let the board game thing fool you. So come check us out, rabbitholepodcast.com. We're adults. It's the most wonderful time. When I wore this suit, I made a whole lot of enemies. You're a Hawkeye. Who the hell are you? Some people have actually called me the world's greatest archer. Uh, now, I believe last time we mentioned we were going to do the first two episodes, but uh, we did not realize they were going to release the first two episodes oh, the yeah. first night. That's true. And so we're actually going to be talking about the first three episodes today, which is the entire first half of the show. Um, before we get into the show, though, I do have a question. What yeah. do you think qualified? Like, how do you think they decide how many episodes to like to start the show off with to premiere with because mm. you have what uh wandavision had what two uh, they they premiered with like the first two episodes i believe they did they did premiere yes the first two was up on the yeah absolutely you're right uh falcon winter soldier was just the first one uh-huh uh, yeah yeah. What if and was just the first one? Loki, I think, was only the first one. It was just uh, WandaVision and the, and Hawkeye. That's strange. I don't know. I don't know what makes them want to do that outside of... The only thing I can maybe think of, and I don't know, this doesn't tie into the WandaVision, but maybe it's because of timing of the movies. Maybe they don't want to, you know, they want to get the show out of the way before it launches into the movie. Because, like, you know, this is going to tie, you know, like Hawkeye is going to tie into whatever the next. Oh, you know what? I bet I know what it is. They want uh, the sixth episode, which I'm betting you takes place on Christmas to come out the week of Christmas. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that, has that to sounds be right. That does sound right. Um, if we're going off the pattern. Yeah. Cause... So they And that means they're wanting to wrap up the show by the end of the year and not go into January with it. Yeah, um, that's exactly The only thing is, yeah. you know, it's a six-episode show. We're already three episodes deep, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> the the plot really hasn't, kicked all in yet like it's kind of there but we're still like working on it and i'm like okay episode four episode four is always the big episode where like things <laughs> like really hit the fan that is true um or you know where the shield hits the skull 
I think that's so what we should speak. just call it from now on. The shield is the skull. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I'm really excited for this this coming week's uh, episode um, to see where that goes. But right now we're only talking about the first three. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's a lot of parallels here with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's six episodes each. Yeah. Um, the first episode, you know, the the show is supposed to be like a buddy comedy type thing. <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, the first episodes of each, they don't even meet up until like either not at all or till the very end, like the last second, basically. Yeah. Um, and then you know, the second episode, they team up and argue a lot, and by the third episode, they're you know kind of more working together. Uh, so. <laughs> Like you see some like structural parallels there between the two, but Hawkeye does it so much better. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I am absolutely like in love with this show. Uh, yeah, and I can't. Amazing. I and I can't even like pinpoint really why I love it as much as I do. Um it just all kind of works and is charming and like fun, lighthearted and just really well done. And with really likable characters that you just kind of want to continue their story. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I'm boring you. No, I'm, I had a long day. It's not <laughs> you. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't know what it is either specifically, that I like it. I think it's just. I'm wondering if it's because we've 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 followed um, Kate a little bit mm-hmm. more than Clint, at least at the beginning. Um, and she's a very likable character. Yes, and I'm really and, excited to have her in the MCU. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld's doing a really good job uh, mm-hmm. playing this character. And uh, I do like the character. And then she can pull off some outfits too. Yes, absolutely. Like that orange one. Uh huh. Because uh, you know the first episode, we, we sort of follow Kate Bishop from a little mm-hmm. girl during the Battle of New York in 2012 to her in college. Um, in the present, the quote unquote yeah. present day, which is basically after Civil War. Um the timeline gets muddled because it's supposed to be the future in the <laughs> MCU. Um, yeah. But we're going to, I think the, I think the real timeline is going to catch up to the MCU timeline pretty soon here. Um, yeah. And I think, and also she uh, would not, she did not get snapped because everything kind of lines up age wise for her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She did not get snapped. Absolutely. Or blipped um, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. But uh, but back to what I was trying to say, uh, yeah, I I think it's just because we were following her for like the first half of the first episode. It's been kind of her story up until then. Then they introduced, then they then we go to Hawkeye, we go to to, to Clint, and uh, we see his story. And then for some reason, his story is kind of interesting because he's just trying to live a normal life like he's got his family Be a dad he's being a dad and a husband and it's christmas and he's got his kids and he, the kids are like you gotta come home for christmas and you know we're gonna make cookies and wrap gifts and stuff and then he's like yeah i'm gonna be there and then he 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 sees i don't know how deep we're gonna get into this but he sees um the suit that he wore during the game yeah the ronin suit and then he realizes oh shit someone's got my suit and people are going to be going after this person, so he's got to get involved. And so this is where the two people clash. Yeah, and, and that person is Kate Bishop, and that, who yep. put the suit on at like a black market, like underground auction, auction of stolen Avengers gear. <laughs> yeah, um, and dinosaur heads, and dinosaur heads. <laughs> Like, Which I'm... actually made me made me a little excited because there actually is uh, like in the Marvel comics, uh, like a prehistoric continent like that has like oh, dinosaurs and like okay. Hercules and Tarzan type characters like oh, that wow. kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, 
and there it actually ties into quite a bit of like the comics and i'm wondering if that was the subtle like nod towards that but no no confirmation just no yeah it's just probably it could have either yeah. just been a coincidence or a fun little gag yeah it easily could have yeah been. um, um <clears throat> but i yeah so kate bishop's the super rich girl who is like fantastic at uh like archery yes. basically and uh, sword fighting <laughs> martial arts i'm sorry i laughed my ass off when she destroyed that belt <laughs> oh yes i, mean, I like that she just doesn't get away she just gets she's like oh damn yeah <laughs> i cracked up because i did not expect that to happen uh, I thought she would just get in trouble for like ring. I thought like I thought the problem was gonna be that like no one's been in that bell tower in like hundreds of years, and now the bell's ringing, so like some like dean or something was gonna hear it. Uh, but no, she ended up just destroying the fucking thing, <laughs> and it's like, oops. <laughs> it, it cracked me up when that happened, and then I was like, I like this character. She's awesome. I love it. <clears throat> um. Yeah, no, she's she's a fantastic character, and so her mom is uh, Vera Farmiga, mm-hmm. who um, seems a little snooty. I'm starting to think there's something up with her. Yeah, there's something going on with her that is not being completely uh, shown yet, yeah. and she is engaged to Jack DeCane. Mm-hmm. Um. And he is actually a comics character. Okay, I, f- I kind of figured, honestly. Um, do do you want those spoilers? Um, do you think that's going to come up in the show, or is this going to come up like way later? It's possible. It's, it, it's it, definitely possible. If it comes up in the show, I'm going to say no. But if you think it's going to show up way, way down the road, then I won't mind. Because I'm probably going to forget. So um, I'll leave it up to you. I don't know what you think. I don't know what your thinking is. If you think like in episode four or five or something, whatever his deal is will get revealed. Um, or if it's like maybe uh, okay, in a movie. Then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. Okay. I, I won't say anything because uh, I do think it's something that might even come up in the next episode. Okay. Let's when the next episode comes up, we'll see, and then you tell me if what you were going to tell me did happen or not. We'll yeah. go from there because we'll get to where episode three ends here shortly. We'll kind of go through the episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you why uh, I think it's going to come up in four, okay? Um, but so now, uh, we have, um, you know, her, this, so you have this tracksuit mafia track suit who mafia. are after her. And that's because what they're called. They think, if you don't know yeah. this, people listening, they're actually called the tracksuit mafia. <laughs> and they're, they're mafia bros. <laughs> who wear tracksuits. And they're like the yeah. most. And they're, I'm... they're like Russian mobsters who say bro. <laughs> yeah. But so, okay. So I'm a writer and I, I, whenever I write my stuff, I feel like I, rack my brain trying to come up with like original names for things and I can't so I just give it the most simple name possible and so I immediately love the fact that they're called Tracksuit Mafia because it is just a uh like a uh you know hitting the nail on the head type of type of name and it's like something yeah. I would have came up with if I couldn't think of anything. I'm like ah oh, they wear tracksuits they're in the ma- tracksuit mafia let's call them that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they're uh and that's from i know that that's in a comic book too like that they're straight from the comics as well okay uh, so i love that they're called the tracksuit mafia in the comics too yeah um and uh so anyway uh yeah so they're after her because they think she is uh the ronin because she has the costume on because she was they were like attacked during the middle of the auction <clears throat> and Jack stole the Ronin sword. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then, yeah. So she gets away from the track suits and then Hawkeye or Clint basically has to come in and like save her. And that's when they first meet at the very end of the episode, which leads us into the second episode uh, where they go into hiding at her place. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, they meet a dog at one point, a one-eyed dog. Oh yeah, pizza. So they're pizza. just calling it pizza dog. There you go. See, that's exactly what I would have done too. <laughs> <laughs> Again, pizza dog, also from the comics. Ah. Um, but Jason, you should just be a comic writer. I should just be a comic writer. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, her place ends up catching on fire because mm-hmm. they followed her there, and her name is on the doorbell. Yeah. Um. And so uh, they catch it on fire, and then Clint has to go back and try to get the suit later on. Um. And uh, they go to this other place, like a I can't remember if it's a relative or not that uh, lives in this apartment. Oh, she and, goes to she. Well, she's I. I don't know if this is still true or not, but she says she goes to an aunt's house that's out of town. Oh yeah, the <clears> aunt. Um, yeah, yeah. That, again, that's another comics character. I had to look that one up, but it, it oh, is really? like a like a big yeah like important character. Um, I don't know if that will come back into play. That might be later on. Um, mm, that could just okay. be like a you know a nod to this character that could be introduced mm. down the road. Okay. Um, Fair. but uh, but anyway. you know you know what we do get what we do get Hawkeye LARPing. Yes, the best thing ever. <laughs> and uh, I I did notice too. Um, the guy he LARPs against is like a firefighter. Yeah. Um, and his I forget what he said his name was. Oh yeah, um, it was like a weird nickname. Um, yeah. Um, um, but um, again, that character is also a friend of Clint's, like a neighbor in the comics. So he was also a comic book, like friendly character within the Hawkeye universe. Um, so I like how they, I guess, tied that in, even though it's a very different character than I guess the comics had him as they just changed it up for the show. Um, um but, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And the LARPing thing was awesome. And I loved how they ended up doing it. Um, It reminded me, again, a little bit of uh, uh, role models, which we talked about. Yeah. (laughs) The top uh, five. Top five. Uh, You you can go listen to that now. After this. After you get done listening to this. So anyway, I just thought it was very well done. Uh, how they handled the the LARPing and didn't make fun of it. He even said he liked it a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, was really cool to the guy. One just like let him do the trial by combat and uh, wanted to make it all dramatic. And they were like, burn the body. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I like seeing LARPing on fictional grills is the guy's name grills yeah Jesus, that took forever to find um yeah i just love how like serious that they take this like they even like do the sound effects and everything like every time they like they hit each other's sword there's a guy off to the side going cling cling mm. <laughs> oh that was great cling <laughs> cling um but eventually clint gets uh kidnapped again oh yeah and uh he uh, sorry they put a bag over says like i can see through the bag um, oh yeah after and, like, putting him into the van and he gets out of the handcuffs yeah um for like twice he gets out of the handcuffs and the tape yep um and you know he's gonna he's trying to um you know mess with them and tell trying to get kate out of you know, all of this and yeah, she comes falling through she their ceiling. In. Yep. Um, so they're both caught and uh and then we meet. We, then we meet um uh, uh Echo is her name. Yeah, Maya. Echo is her comic book name, which yes. makes sense because the episode mm-hmm. is called Echoes, Echoes for episode three. Yep. Um and then we meet Maya. Mm-hmm. And Maya is a fascinating character she is a mute handicapped native american girl (laughs) yes and she 
uh, similar, at least in the comics. I don't know how far they're going to go into it in the show. In the comics, she's also kind of taskmastery. So mm-hmm. she can echo or, you know, mimic uh, other people's movements and uh-huh. like abilities and stuff. So okay. that's how she gets that echo name because um, that's kind of her power. I see. Um, so uh, I'm wondering how they're going to do that. Right now, they're just portraying her as like a really good fighter and, uh, you know, kind of leader, tactician kind of thing. Um, but uh, her story is that somebody or that Ronin kills her father, basically. Yeah. Who seems like he was probably in the tracksuit mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it's not very clear. He had some connection to it because that's who he was killing. He was killing all the mafia members. Um, and, uh, yeah, he stabs the dad and he's like dying. And so she's, you know, crazy. It's a common revenge dying. story. She just wants revenge yeah. for her dad. And she thinks that Kate Bishop's grown in and really has it out for her. And Barton's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, say, However, no, 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 it's, 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 it's not her. It's me. I, there's a heavy, heavy rumor right now that that is not Clint either, that it's Yelena. Wait, what? <laughs> the the Ronin that killed her father. Uh-huh. That, oh. that was not Clint, that that was Yelena. Oh, really? Because there's <laughs> a you can hear a woman's like grunting or whatever as she's doing like the backflips and whatnot in the building. Oh. And uh and also very more acrobatic than Clint is. Hmm. Um, I didn't even catch any of that, honestly. <laughs> uh, so there is, it's nothing confirmed. It's just like a, a theory. That's a sound theory. That's a very sound theory. <clears throat> By the yeah, way, I or... want to state, so, sorry. Uh, huh? I just want to state that episode three is like my favorite so far. I know it's episode, a really good one. Episode fours are normally where everything starts happening, but this was the one that made me go, okay, this show was fucking awesome. Um, um but we, we haven't even talked about the, the mind-blowing reveal yet. Yeah, okay. Um, which is uh, during one of the flashbacks, right after the father dies, um, she's, you know, you see a bit of her, like, standing there, kind of sad, and her uncle puts his hand on her arm. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Um... I almost want to think. No, it can't be. I was. I kind of want to say it might be Jack. No. Okay. Then I don't know. No. <clears throat> it's Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. No. Yes, one hundred percent. What? Um, really? So in the comics, Echo or uh, Maya is the adopted daughter of Kingpin. Uh, that would be her quote-unquote uncle. Um, oh. And he is like kind of, you know, the head of the actual tracksuit mafia. He's at the top. He's the kingpin. Um, yeah, okay. And so uh, D'Onofrio's already confirmed he's in at least three episodes of uh, Hawkeye. And that would mean the last three at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the hand had a white suit cuff you know, at the thing, like it, that it was a hundred percent. Okay. D'Onofrio. All right. I'm down. Um, So that's why I'm thinking, you know, episode four, Vincent D'Onofrio, Hawkeye. I'm down. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's the big buzz around the show right now, because that was the first time that one hand is the first time major MCU and Netflix Marvel have, like converged (laughs) yeah finally finally Um, which is just kind of pointing towards uh no way home with uh matt murdoch yes um so anyway uh we get a good story backstory with uh maya and just the revenge kind of plot and then we lead into a fantastic action sequence oh my god Um, this was the part that made this was the scene that made me love this episode yeah 
so they're escaping this warehouse first and foremost then they break into a car and then you proceed to have a single shot like rotating camera throughout the car uh throughout the entire first half of this action scene this was like the best car chase i've seen in a very long time um there's only one one part one small part of this entire action scene that i did not like Hmm. and that was the play-doh arrow looked so fake cgi (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm like oh did they spend all their budget on loki (laughs) i don't think i even noticed i'm gonna be honest i don't know if i even really Um, thought anything of it i was just I was just enthralled it, with everything it, else happening. It looked like the Power Rangers, like Ivan Ooze purple. Oh, hmm. I did not think um, anything of it. I was, but, I was but, more enamored of the fact that like they finally acknowledged that each arrow does something different. Um, yeah, and they gave it like a name and everything. You never, you know what we didn't talk about actually hmm. before while we're talking in the middle of this that Clint's going deaf and that's probably oh, yeah. going to play somehow into a thing. Cause I feel like that's going to be like a, um, like a mirror match between Clint and, uh, Maya. Um, yeah. cause she even references about how he relies on technology too much technology. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to come up later. Um, I really like that aspect of his character development and that he is losing his hearing because of, you know, all the explosions and all the stuff that he's like, it's legitimate. It's like a legitimate thing. Like you would actually lose your hearing with all of this. Mm, So I like that. And, you know, he's just like this normal father, like family man kind of character. And, uh, you know, so it's a very down to earth street level story you know very much like daredevil was Mm -hmm. um or that some people even want spider-man to be um but uh you know it's a very good representation of the character and his dynamic with everybody kate bishop is fantastic yes um Maya is really, really good. Oh yeah, uh, as a character, and I'm really excited because she she's getting her a spinoff show. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, it made sense um, now because I didn't know who Echo was when they announced that show, yeah. and then now that <laughs> now that this is happening, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We get to see more of her. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah, which means we might get to see way more of Kingpin as well. Oh yeah. And maybe even uh, uh, Daredevil. Could the Echo show be a Daredevil comeback? Oh. Because uh, you would have a blind character and a deaf character. Ooh, that is interesting. Huh. Um, Man. It doesn't go so many places. I know. Uh, so, anyway. I... What? What else is there? I think just well, I don't know. This is going to tie into what you were going to explain. I, I uh, think you were going to exp- the the ending of the episode was um, uh, Kate wanted to find mm. uh, some some proof that Jack. Um, so we didn't talk about that either. There was a murder in the first episode. This other uh, rich guy got murdered, and ended up being yeah. Jack's uncle, and. Um, and so Kate thinks Jack has something to do with it. And so she's trying to find proof. And her mom owns a security company, which I think translates to uh, like a professional hacker organization because they seem to like yeah. have information on everybody. All she does is tap at a keyboard and she has all the information of any given person. And so she, she, she and Hawkeye have to break into her. I don't know why they have to break into, but they had to break into her mom's house uh, to get to the computer. <clears throat> and Hawkeye runs into Jack, um, yeah. who's hiding in the house for some reason. And then that's where the episode ends. Um, I won't spoil it and say who, like, who Jack is or what the connection is or anything okay all i'll say uh is that when it comes to the history of hawkeye as a character 
there is a history that includes Jack. Uh-huh. So I think the next episode is going to reveal some things about okay. the character. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I don't want to get into like too much spoiler territory if that's not you know what you're looking for. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to see where they're going with it. Um Yeah. So yeah, let me just let's just see what they do with the next episode and then if they they explain everything, then yeah, let's go nuts and explain all of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um so yeah. And yeah, they have that big old uh car chase and they use all the different arrows, which is all yeah. really cool. There's a yeah. whole bunch. And then you know, they have the plunger arrow. Plunger uh, arrow. It's like, oh, so that's what that's for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their dynamic um, during this chasing was actually really good, despite him not able to hear her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, like, their bantering of, was good. Yeah, mm. uh, a couple really good moments. Um, one, in, in the subway, like, after they stopped the fight, um, and, you know, they're talking about, like, we need to walk the dog, and, like, all that. <laughs> you know, yeah. that back and forth is really good. Yeah. Um, but also, oh, my God, the scene where Nathaniel calls Clint, and oh. he can't hear him, and so yeah. he's talking like it's his wife, mm-hmm. and Kate writes down what his son is saying so that he can respond back to him. Yeah. It's such a great scene. That was really good, yeah. I agree. And there's a there's like a handful of scenes like this where like, you know, they're really good in like touching and mm-hmm. um you know, I I really hope the last three episodes really take it to a place that makes it like a worthy conclusion. Um, because this it's if it keeps going up in quality like or like how it is been going Mm -hmm. uh this could be one of the best disney plus shows yet exactly all around i i i I will agree with that yes absolutely because so far this is sort of like you know we're gonna eventually probably rank all the shows once this one's done Mm -hmm. but this one's kind of rising towards the top for me is this one i'm 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 liking this about has evenly par as i did with loki yeah loki's Um, like at the top for me still and it's it's getting up there like really quickly yeah same uh i have a question for you yes um this is just 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 theory talk i don't think you there's any kind of confirmation what do you think like what movie do you think this show was setting up because i feel like every disney plus show is setting right. up a movie what movie do you think this is setting up um i'm gonna say ant-man and the wasp quantumania for real yes uh okay. because of kate bishop and mm-hmm. young avengers Mm-hmm. And I think the Young Avengers are going to be coming together in Quantumania because uh-huh. of uh, <clears throat> King the Conqueror. And King does have a history with the Young Avengers. And they specifically recast Cassie Lang uh, in the movie because they are bringing in her character stature for the Young Avengers as well. And they've been really setting up all these shows like with the the kid from... Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, Yelena, um, you know, now um, Kate Bishop, and there's going to be uh, Speed and Wiccan from uh, WandaVision. They're just really building, building these uh, Young Avengers storylines, and I really think it's going to come to a culmination in Quantumania. Okay. Okay, I I didn't know. I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on that because I I was curious. Well, like you know, what could this lead up to? I like yeah, okay, I like that. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. I'll back you um, on that. Yep, I think uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited, and we'll be talking about the next couple episodes. Yeah, next, next time we have we um, do a show. We do a show. Um, I don't. Do you have anything else to talk about? No, I think we covered everything. I think we're good. Um, all right. Well, so the next episode, yeah, we're going to do the next couple episodes of Hawkeye. But also, oh, yeah, a little thing called Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> oh, my God, that is next. Holy that's shit. That's the next episode. Dude, yeah. that's so fucking awesome. I can't wait. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, I can't wait. Oh, man. Um, I'm yeah, no, next one's going to be big. We're going to be pushing that with Run P. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. I will be using the app. <laughs> Download the app now so you don't miss anything important. <laughs> I have no way home. Run, pee. <laughs> oh, um, man. All right. Well, until next week's very exciting episode, I'm Nick Job. Hey, I'm Jason Soto. And we will MCU later. Copyright 2021 Rabbit Hole Podcast. Rabbit Hole Podcast.com.